Welcome to Real Estate 360. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles. Hello, this is Steve Connolly for the Real Estate 360 show. And you, sir, are unemployable. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> and I am Jason O. Miles, the real estate trainer. Hashtag. Hashtag at uh, uh, the real the estate. The real estate. I, I always forget that for yeah. some reason. And I'm hashtag unemployable. Hashtag unemployable. That that you are, sir. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, some people would be really upset about that, but I am empowered by that, you know? Yeah. It feels good to be unemployable. It does, you know? I've got skills, but, you know, I'm... I'm way too skilled for most employers. I can, and they wouldn't want you there anyway. No, you'd just, have to lie on that resume. I disrupt everything. <laughs> you'd have to have two resumes, mess. man. <laughs> one for uh, one for who you are, which of course you won't don't need a resume for, and the other one uh, for what they want you to be. Yeah, and nobody wants to be what they want you to be. You know, of course not. <laughs> so, but you know, we're like, we're talking about lifestyle. It is a lifestyle, and, and being unemployable is a lifestyle choice. Unemployable <laughs> is freedom. That's right. I am not going to sell my day to somebody else for some meager amount of money. That's right. And be frustrated in two hours of traffic back and forth. I'm not going to join this, you know, the slave rebel, uh, group of people that yeah. are out there working, you know, every day. It's, I uh, can't do it. You know, I got to tell you, uh, I, I was having a conversation actually on my drive in this morning with someone. Yeah. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, we all are out here wanting to do more for ourselves. Every one of us, right? Every one of us wants to have their, their, our picture of our, this perceived reality, whatever that is. I want the big house. I want stability. You know, I don't care about the stuff. I just want to be comfortable at home. I want to know that my bills are paid. I want to know that you know, there's food in the refrigerator and in the cabinets. I want to know that I can put gas in my car. And for for a lot of people, that's it, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off of that just a little bit. Yeah. So let me ask you this: What would you rather have? The stuff that you're you're guarding and watching and all that mm -hmm. that you've earned and made or whatever that could easily be taken away or mm -hmm. burned up in a fire. Or, that's right. You know, you whatever you lose it somehow or the other. Maybe a flood comes along. Or would you rather have the power? to create anything you want at will. And that is the solid thing about it because even if all you did was want the stability, the stuff doesn't equate to stability, right? People. It's an illusion. It is truly an illusion. <laughs> like yes. it's like, I only want to make $40,000 a year because it's, I'm safe there. You know, I can afford to live there. Right. People say that people will have this and it, the, what pushes that is fear. It's the fear of having to keep up with all the stuff you wind up acquiring. But the reality of it is, if you're happy at a $40,000 lifestyle, does that mean you can't make a million dollars? You know, Just you, spend forty. Exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right? You're still stable. You can still afford your bills. You can still put food on the table. You can still put gas in your car. The only thing is now you have time. You have freedom. You know, Warren Buffett was a billionaire, and he was still living in that same 3,500-square-foot house. You know, you're speaking in the past tense. Yes, sir. He still lives in that house, and he's still a billionaire. Is he, is he still in that house? <laughs> I knew he remodeled. Yeah, I no, saw, he's still there. Well, I mean, I don't know personally, but 
he's I've still heard there. that he's still there. He That's is amazing. still there. He is not. He has no plans on selling it. You got to remember. Remember that Lincoln that he had. He he drove this no. Lincoln town car for I don't even know how long, uh, and I think it was maybe ten years ago. I think it was sooner than that um, because they did an auction on eBay for it. What? <laughs> yeah, sold for like seventy grand. Oh my gosh! Because he drove it <laughs> exactly. Because it had pedigree. I mean, they're paying like two million bucks to have lunch with this guy. Did they think that it had cash in the trunk? <laughs> I think they thought that whatever <laughs> he, because th- he's he's our, you know, in a lot of people's minds, he's the current day Midas. Oh yeah. You know, he's got the Midas touch. I mean, his investment strategy, in my opinion, is is absolutely perfect because out of all of the companies that they own. Every company has something to do with another company in the organization, and that's how he fueled it. You know, he he had a hotel. I read this in one of his books. He had a hotel, so he went out and bought a textiles company, so that he could uh, <laughs> supply the sheets, and supply towels. the sheets and the towels and the and the uniforms for his employees. Amazing, <laughs> you know, built in business. You know, you have business right away. He's a wonderful, wonderful, uh, wonderful example of what living below your means looks like. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I want to bounce back to, you know, we, we did a show last week and we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, a couple of our students and yeah. and so forth. And we talked about this one in particular that um, uh, made, ha- is about to make 15000 on a transaction that we, we did because we helped her with it. You helped her with that yep, one. Yep. And then I helped her with another one that she's going to pick up another five and really this, like, couple part-time jobs you know yeah and that's why i'm you know hashtag unemployable that's right because i like that kind of a part-time job situation better than a full-time job but you said that what we do is really unique where people can actually work with us Mm -hmm. on transactions yes now i just want to qualify that a little bit please do because um she took action yes she listened to what we said. She followed the four-week action plan. Mm-hmm. She got it, the success in your first 30 days mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she went and did something. Mm-hmm. And then she brought it back and said, what about this? Now, we'll do that all day long. You yeah. know? But my perspective, and yours I'm sure too, is you know we'll match your energy. Yes. Now, for most of the people that come to the seminars, and, and this is true to all seminars, that's pretty easy for us to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The bar isn't too high. No. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of want-tos, but there's not a lot of, you know, action takers, right? That's right. So even in the, the when, you, when you're looking at that industry from the larger perspective, you know, of how the, how the numbers break down, you know, they might see 1,000 people in that city this week, but there's only going to be 12% of them roughly, that actually take action from that free seminar. And of those 12% that go on to that three-day weekend, uh, only oh. 10% of them are going to do anything. You know, So if they see 1,000 people for free this week, 120 of them are going to wind up at the free event. I mean, at the, the real the estate weekend. The free $3,000 yeah, event, as you said. That's the one, the free <laughs> $2,000 weekend, right? And only... Twelve of them are going to actually move on to the next to the next phase, and as the numbers continue to break down, less than one of them it's actually point eight point seven something 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 actually make it to the 
you know, the upper echelon of real estate investors. So we're talking about less than 1% of the people that come in through this uh, free funnel, this come to the free weekend or, yeah. you know, the free evening or whatever. Right. Less than, way less than 1% actually achieve what they want. And that's all because they're simply not taking action or they don't think they can do it. And that's why we charge $5,000 to come to our two-hour seminar. That's our free our free uh, two-hour seminar, right? Well, yeah, because we know <laughs> we know that most people aren't going to take the action, so we really need to make the money now, right? <laughs> I wish that were the case, right? Oh, wait a minute. I wish that were the case. Well, how much are we charging? 20 bucks. Oh, that's, five, that's the other guys that are doing that. That's right. Because they know that most people aren't going to do it anyway. That's right. And the reality of it is, you know, what we do, we're doing out of pure love. If we can give to you, things come back. And and uh, working with her, yes. the, the student, is just an example of that. It's it's not about us pulling all the money out of our local economy so we can be the local, you know, gurus, the, the go-to guys. That's not the intention here. The intention is to create what I like to call true independent recipients of wealth and wealth is, you know, in a lot of, in a lot of people's minds, as we were starting this conversation, wealth has this monetary connotation associated with it. And true, that's one form of wealth, but that peace of mind, that happiness that you can have by owning your life yeah. is priceless. And that is true. wealth. that in health, you know, <laughs> you mentioned something, I think on the last show about fear, and uh, really, this real estate industry, the investment side of it, is fueled by it's it's a fear based mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. You know, people are 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 running scared most yeah. of the time. Well, well, that's true. That's true for all industries. I mean, we, yeah. you know, there's always a sale. Like um, I look at Ancestry.com, for instance. This is a perfect example, right? Every holiday they have the same sale. You know, for you know, Fourth of July weekend, it's only sixty nine dollars. It's sale, you sale, think that's sale. Regular, the regular price. It is the regular price. <laughs> you know, go look now. It's sixty nine dollars right now. You oh know? my god! You know, but it's the perception. It's the fear of loss. Sure. You know, what am I gonna or fear of missing out? FOMO, yeah. right? What am I gonna miss out on if I don't take action today? So it comes from a point of view of lack. You yes. know, I'm gonna miss something, yep. like you just said. But it's about lack, financial lack, some kind of a lack. You know, you don't look good. You know, you're overweight, you're underweight. You know, yeah. You're the right color, you're the wrong color. Who knows? That's right. Who cares? You know? That's right. But so, but the fact is, and the way, you know, this world doesn't look like it, it actually is. Mm. There is no lack of any kind. Mm-hmm. And the powers that be want us to be under the impression that there's lack in everything, but mm-hmm. there is absolutely no lack in anything. No, there's abundance all around us. It's just a matter of tapping into it. It's a matter of perception and looking right. at it and, and how you perceive it. That's right. And most people are stuck in this grind. This grind will take you away from who you are and who you're meant to be. So forget the grind, you know. You do your own grind, really. You know, focus on what it is you want to do. And, yep, sometimes you got to have a job to get there. You know, that's that's a part of the strategy to get get you there. Part of your belief system. So, that's right. you know, there's people that don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. Oh, I'm oh hashtag unemployable. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. You know. We imagine our way into the next scenario. Mm-hmm. You believe it can, it's going to be, yeah. and it will be. Most women, um, 
I'm categorizing Okay, here. we're going to take a break right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll come back to that in just a few minutes. All right, all right, we are back. This is Jason Miles here with uh, Stephen, not O'Connolly, <laughs> Stephen Connolly. Real and Estate 360. That's right. Pro. That's right. Real Estate 360 Pro. What is that website, by the way? It's Real Estate 360 Show. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. All right. And that's just, you know, to get a little more information and feedback on, on who we are and what it is we do and why we provide this information to you on a weekly basis, right? Yes. And and I want to come back to, we, we left the last segment with, you know, talking about women. <laughs> But before we do that, you're talking about the, the real estate 360 show.com right there is where you can find information about these seminars we've been talking about. Yeah. So we already have several months up there right now. The next one is wholesale mastery on August 17th from 10 to 12. Yes. And we're, we're going to talk about our, we're going to take like 15 minutes to talk about real estate investing and we'll take the next hour and 45 minutes selling you the next seminar, right? No, absolutely not. You're not going to be sold anything. In fact, a lot of people that come to these ask us at the end of the event, what's the, what's the gimmick? Yeah. We, we had a few people ask us that, yeah. you know, they'll they're raise like, their hand, get the mic. They're like waiting. Okay. Well, where's the sales pitch? Yeah. But there's some good to that. Cause it's like, okay, we want more. Obviously they see the value they're yeah. getting value in the, and, and for them, for what we're doing right now, it's okay. Listen, Let's develop this relationship and then come back next month. You know, there is one thing I do want to promote. Uh, we have a system out there. You have a system. You put this together. Oh, no, we have it. Well, we have it. <laughs> but it's called Success in Your First 30 Days. Correct. And it is, tell, tell everybody what it's, what's in that. So Success in Your First 30 Days isn't about becoming a millionaire in 30 days. What it is about is getting you everything you need put in place for you to find success inside your first 30 days. It has everything to do with uh, entity structure. You know, what do you need to do? Not that I'm telling you what to do, but I'm putting it out there for you so that you can speak with your attorney or whoever it is you talk to about what kind of entity you want to structure for yourself, having the tools of the trade, beginning your uh, marketing strategy so that you can get, you know, buyers in, how you can, you know, do cross-marketing uh, or reverse marketing even to uh, sell properties, have inventory so you can put it out there, and letting people know what you do. Now, can you make money inside the first 30 days? Absolutely. Sure you can. Absolutely. But it's what happens after that 30 days. Because of what you, the work you put in inside that 30 days, that's what's going to carry you forward and, and give you the, the desire. You know, the incentive, the Yeah, absolutely. The that's knowledge. Right. Absolutely. You know, and that's what, what it's all about. To know is you're going to build a foundation with that 30 days. Absolutely. So that when the framers come in, they can, they can slap that house up and get it done. <laughs> that's right. You're going to know how to evaluate deals. Right. You're going to know how to, um, when I say evaluate deals, what I mean is you're going to know how to find what the after repair value is. You're going to learn how to find out what it's going to cost to renovate that property. And you're going to figure out how much you're going to need to be able to sell it for so you can profit because ultimately that's what it's about. But even more importantly, it's about the relationships right. that you get to build with not just you and I, but other 
other people that come to the classes that we offer as well, because some of them are seasoned investors, even lenders that are coming to these things, you know, uh, and uh, granted, there's a lot of people there that don't know what they're doing, that are there to learn what they're doing. But what better way to, to begin your career uh, in real estate than, than to be with people that are on the same path as you, that are walking the same path as you, that are learning as you're learning, that are having experiences that they can share with you that you may not have had yet, which is invaluable in and of itself. And this could be the very first step in taking that massive action. Massive action, it's man. The first step. And it's how much is this program? It's like two thousand dollars. Forty seven macaroonies. We we got a disconnect here. Forty seven dollars. How many hours of video is that? So you've got content in there, including the downloads. You've got, you know, video tutorials somewhere around three and a half hours. You're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. And there are other things that we will be able to share uh, inside that program as well. Uh, Not just, not just fluff, but you know, active trainings, things that we record and, and share with other people, things that you would have access to. So it's not, again, it's not a matter of us trying to get rich, right? This isn't, this isn't the goal. We are creating again, what I call independent recipients of wealth and it is reciprocated by the fact that we do business, ongoing business, right. with with a lot of the folks that we help. Look, we and honestly, you know, getting rich off of this it could be important, but for us, it's really not important. Mm-hmm. We, but we also know that when we put this out like we do, because you know, I did the seminars, I've written the book, you know, Guerrilla Real Estate Investing. You've written tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did a, you know, video programs and all that stuff. But you know what it boiled down to is that we, I realized, and I know you did too, that it really wasn't about making the money during this, doing the seminars. Right. What, what really propelled me and probably propelled you is the relationships and the business that was generated Mm -hmm. after the seminars and with those people that came and, we, you know, we created things from that. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the reality of it is you are only as wealthy as what you can afford to give away. Right. And that's not necessarily a monetary thing again. You know, it's, if I made a trillion dollars and gave it away, it doesn't mean I'm worth a trillion dollars, right? <laughs> what does matter is your ability to duplicate whoever you are, whatever it is you do, or just inspire people to do what they do great. And, and that's what that means. You're only as wealthy as what you can afford to give away. I'm full of information. You're full of it. I mean, information. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it's the sharing of that information that creates opportunities for other people that is ultimately reciprocated, not just with us, but with their circle of people. And ultimately, when you look back over time, you see this just wake of people that, have, that are doing great things. Yeah. That whose lives have been empowered by one of them touching you. You know, all this information about real estate investing is important, but really it's about the mindset. Absolutely. It's all about, you know, what you believe in it. And all the work hap- doesn't happen out, out here. It happens between here and here, right? Yeah. And so remember I was talking about women earlier. I, I vaguely remember something and coming you, up. You keep <laughs> taking us away from that subject. And, and I said, but that's okay. I'm going to say it. So, because it's, 
My wife says it. She said, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Hey, it's not just women. It's men too. Yeah. It's I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Well, they're going to be waiting for a long time. You know, that is something that a lot of the naysayers here. So for all you new investors out there and all you, uh, anyone that's listening to this that started a business um, and they kind of had the support of their family and friends, you know, <laughs> kind of because the family and friends are like, well, you, you got to have a ton of money to invest in real estate or start this kind of business or do that kind of thing. And it's, well, I'll believe it when I see it. They don't believe it. And then as soon as you've done it, Oh, I knew you were going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I just knew it. I knew it. I believed in you the whole time. Can you help me with a new car? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I really need a new Get car. Get a lot of cousins after you make it. <laughs> a lot of cousins pop up. So the you know? so now you have to change the mindset to I'll see it when I believe it mm-hmm. instead of I'll believe it when I see it. That's right. I like that. Well, it is the way. That, hey, listen. This planet and this stuff doesn't is not the way it looks. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's you gotta believe it to see it. Yeah. And listen, if you don't believe me, go get one of uh, Wayne Dyer's books and he'll one of his books says you know, it says right there. That's right. I mean, th- listen, we didn't start this because we had a pocket full of money and we were you know, we were no, you man. know, we were doing well. We knew like your story is great. You know, the $500, the first $500 you made, Yeah. you know, you believed it, you believed it was going to happen and then it happened. And yes, there is another level of confidence that occurs once you've gotten a check. You know, honestly, I was just going through the motions because I saw other people doing it. You knew it was there to be had. I though. knew it could, I knew it was possible and I didn't really believe it until I got the $500 check in my yeah. hand, yeah. you know? So, so sometimes you have to work through, you have to trust, you just have to go on faith and, mm-hmm. and say, okay, well they did it. That means I can do it. But that also, I mean, you have to trust, but it's the process that you have to trust, right? You have to trust the process that you're implementing. You have to trust that that process is going to uh, achieve or deliver the results you expect. Right. Of course. So, but again, that also requires action. Yeah. You know, if you're not putting, you can have the best process in the world on paper in front of you. If you're not implementing those processes, then you can forget it. You, you, at very least, you believed in the process, as you said, you were just going through the motions. Right. You believed in the process. Well, you know, you can you can believe in it, and, and or it's not even important that you believe it. Mm. What's important is that you have a vision of where you want to go and that you don't disbelieve it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a hundred times worse. Yeah. You know? As long as you say, okay, I'm just going to go on faith. I, I'm not going to disbelieve it. I don't have to believe it, but I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, put barriers in my way. Mm-hmm. Say, okay. I'm gonna, I want to be over there and, and I'm happy with where I am and I'm just going to see what happens next. You that's know, right. It's about the process. It's not about achieving the goals. That's the, right. The fun in life is about who, what, how am I going to get surprised around this next corner with what I didn't expect? That's right. And bl- believe me, there's plenty of that in what we do. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of corners. It's yeah. like we're always rock- walking around a corner. Oh, my gosh. It's like you're walking in a circle, but it's really a big square, and the corners are really close. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, listen. 
We have a process that we call Carvo. Yeah. And it is just creating those options for people because as we talked about before. It's not creating them. It's actually writing them out and showing them what those options are. That's exactly right. And after this break, we're going to kind of go over some of those options inside Carvo. Steve Conley back with uh, Real Estate 360 and Mr. Jason O. Miles. Hey, man. What's going on? Hey, man. I'm loving the Carvo thing. Carvo. Conservative after repair value options. Correct. You know, uh, we talked about uh, people don't understand what to do after they have one system in place. Maybe they're a wholesaler and they go out and evaluate a property with one set of equations and one idea. So Carvo addresses that. Yeah, it does. What Carvo does, and again, it's conservative after repair value options, right? Because, you know, we always, as investors, we want to get the best deal for ourselves. So I'm going to kind of just break down the name and why it's called that, right? Yeah, please. So we always want to get the best deal possible for ourselves. So we have to be conservative when we are looking at putting in offers in terms of what the after repair value is. There could be comparables at, you know, 350, 330, 370, you know, but we would want to be, you know, on the lower end to the middle of those comparables so that we can work in the best opportunity for ourselves. And again, that depends on where the property is, but we want to still always be conservative when we're looking at it. May I I throw a curveball? Absolutely. Because I just was wondering about, what about as-is value right now? Does this address that at all? uh, It does. It absolutely does. That's going to be in every aspect of this. And there's four steps, but there's different options inside those four steps that you can do. Everything is available to you. You just got to know what what it is. Okay. But, you know, we're always looking for the ARV, period. But I like to make sure that we're doing that conservatively. You know, just like that house we looked at, uh, yesterday and uh, over the weekend that came through, you know, right. we want, yeah. Are there comps 400, 425? Absolutely. But we did our numbers at 375 to make that deal. Yes. Now we're going to market it with ARVs at 400, That's right. <laughs> you know, but because it's there and then someone is going to come and they're going to buy it or negotiate with us, but we've got room to move. And you know, there, there are legitimate reasons why, Something might be selling for three seventy five with the same size and the same look, yeah. compared to something that's selling for four twenty five, and usually that's the quality of the renovation, yeah, or, and, or and, the year built, or the year built, and the and the items and the and the materials that have gone into that house mm-hmm. to make it, you know, a, a crappy renovation at three seventy five mm-hmm. or a first class renovation at four twenty five, absolutely, and all that, you know, all that comes into play. So your ARV is in there, and you want to be conservative when you do your numbers for acquisition. So conservative after repair value or carve. And the O is simply options. You know, what are my options here? You know, if you go to a wholesale class, they're going to teach you how to wholesale and under certain financial guidelines, you know, certain numeric guidelines you need to fit in. But there are other ways for you to potentially make a deal here. And that's what this is about. It's actually putting it on paper so that. That's right. People can understand, okay, what do I do when this side over here doesn't work? That's right. So, and when you're doing this, the first thing you want to understand is 
if you're going to buy this thing, how, how much is, if it's for you, you know, if you're going to buy it to renovate it yourself mm. or hold it, whatever your strategy is. So you want to know what it's going to cost to buy this property. How many points, you know, how many points is it to buy it? If you're going to buy it and fix it, how many points is it going to cost you to sell it? What do you mean? What are points? Oh, yes. I'm glad you asked. And, and what your do you, points, where do you add those in? What's that? The, yeah. What so your that? points are going to be how much your lender, in this case, it's generally going to be your hard money lender, are going to charge you to buy the property. And in most cases, that's somewhere around three or four points or percent, three or four percent of your acquisition of that deal. And depending on your lender, it's either going to be three or four percent of the acquisition price or three or four percent of the acquisition and renovation cost. Right. So that's that's something that you want to think about so too. A point is a percentage. A point is a percentage, a single percent of whatever formula the lender is going to use. They're going to charge you, right? Okay. <clears throat> and the the points to sell are totally different. That has to do with your agent, right? Are you paying 6%, 5%, 4%? You know what are you paying? And that's your cost there, right? Most agents if you're not going to if you want a good agent you don't want to try to, you know, negotiate everything down. You know, we see that a lot, right? Yeah. And you get what you pay for. You do. You know, you get what you pay for. If you go to an agent and you negotiate 4% and you think you're winning, but your property's sitting on the market for six, seven months because they're not doing anything, they just slap the listing out there because it's not just that agent. Other agents are seeing the 4% commission on there as well, yeah. and they're saying, well, if you've got a $400,000 sale – in their mind, they're losing $4,000 for working their butt off for that deal. And they'll just look. At, at, they'll say, oh, well, I only make this much on this house. I'm going to show my clients this house over here. Well, I'll make more money. That's exactly correct. You know, I renovated a house in Decatur, and uh, it, this was a few years ago. And you know what? I, you know how much I paid the realtors? You know what I put down on my listing agreement? What? I put down 10% commission. I bet they were, your phone probably didn't stop ringing. Well, no, my phone didn't <laughs> ring at all. But my my realtor's phone yeah, and the exactly. showings on that house went totally <laughs> ballistic. Yeah. And guess what? It sold for about fifteen to 18000 I can't remember. It's been a few years. About 18000 more than what I listed it for because I did two things. I put it at a pretty low price. Yeah. And I paid 10%. And you, so you got to. Kind of got a bidding war going on there got as well. A bidding war like crazy. Yeah. And uh, finally somebody, you know, won. Yeah. Me. That's solid. <laughs> yeah. That's solid. You know, and that's a good that's a good trick. Like, you know, for, for what we're doing now, we don't haggle at all. No. You know, uh, we've offered uh, cash bonuses for having it under contract, a contract that actually closes. You know, if they can get it under contract in a certain time, you know, that's a strategy that works really well. Yeah. You know, saying, hey, there's an extra – you know, 25000 for for each agent, $5,000 or whatever the number is. It could be as little as 1000 Right. You know, uh, because what money is to one person or the value perceived isn't a lot. You know, $1,000 is a lot of money to most people. You know, it's a lot of money to most people. I mean, even us. I mean, even us. When we're sitting back and we can save two or $300 on closing costs, we feel like we won. Absolutely. You know, because we're, in our mind, rolling that over that two or three hundred dollars into every single deal we close, and we're looking at it on an annualized basis. Now, let me let me put a disclaimer in here. Um, don't do this at home. Don't try this at home. You know, what? we're professionals here. What? I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is, 
it, you know, don't go take your house and list it for, at a low price and oh, yeah. pay a 10% commission unless you know what you're doing. You know, yeah. you could get burned or, you know, somebody could throw a knife and, and actually hit you, you know, like, like in the circus. <laughs> so don't do this at home, you know, that's all I'm saying. No, just be careful. Just just understand you know what you're doing. Consult your local you investor. That. Yes, there you go. First. Yeah. You know. So Carvo. So Carvo, yeah. So you want to put all those expenses in there. You're going to look at optional expenses like buyer concessions. Yeah. And those aren't really optional in the market we have today. You know, buyers are wanting, uh, on the retail side, that is. Right. You know, 2 2.5%, you know, um, uh, seller contribution to closing. So that's something is, that you have to think of as well. If you're paying 6% to your agent, another 2 2.5% to the buyer uh, to help them get into the house, you have to make sure. I mean, that's wow. you know, it's 8.5%. Now, now, listen, we're the seller. We have nothing to do with the buyer. Why would, why would we do that? I mean, what's the reason? What, what are the sellers needing? The sellers always need money, right? Yeah. Sellers, they want to spend as little as possible. I'm sorry. It, I meant buyers. Or excuse me, buyers, they, they need the money. But you want to... You want to grease the gears, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes two, two and a half percent is good to do it. Now, depends on the market. It depends on the area the house is being sold in. It all depends. It all depends. You may not need to offer that. And see, it might be that, you know, they need, they don't want to put as much cash down mm -hmm. as no concessions. So, right. you know, they're going to have to come up with three, five, eight, ten percent down. That's plus right. You pay all the closing costs, and mm -hmm. you know, maybe that's putting a, a strain on their cash flow. Absolutely, because if you're looking at, because we've been talking about $400,000 values. Yeah. If you're looking at a $400,000 value, 2% of that is $8,000. Right. And that's nothing to shake a stick at, young man. I don't want to give them my 2%. <laughs> you don't have to if you're in the right area, right? <laughs> right. But if you're in an area and you have to kind of stimulate um, uh, opportunity. Right. You're going to hopefully you have enough room in the deal. Of course, if you don't, you're not going to. Right. But if you do, you're going to do that. You're going to offer some seller contributions. I know that when I am buying things in that manner, I am always asking for uh, for uh, seller concessions. So your Carvo looks at that and takes that into consideration. Absolutely takes okay. it into consideration. And then, of course, quick sale reductions, you know, which is what you just talked about. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to take a reduction in price. It just means you're listing it for lower so that more eyeballs are going to get on it. And you can hopefully start that bidding war to take you up to what you really want, possibly even more. Have you ever heard the phrase, time is money? It Boy, is so valuable. When you're borrowing money at, you know, 12% interest, that really hones you, know, you down right into that. That saying and that right. time is literally money. It know? is literally money. So every day. And that's the reason I listed this last house. That what I did was because you know the payments on that thing are not cheap. Yeah, yeah. We've had houses where we've got you know monthly payments coming at two thousand twenty two hundred bucks, and we've got multiple of them, multiple well, properties, multiple that are like that. that. Well, this particular one is you know I paid more than normal, and I paid a little bit more for, for the money because I needed to close it you know kind of fast. Yeah. So my monthly on that, if you, when you add everything up, is over three grand. Yeah, that's, so, that's tough. So I want to, I want it off my books, quick as like quickly that. as possible, yeah. as quickly as possible. Now that's on the percentage side of the equation, and these are just putting numbers together. If you're going to renovate this house, if you're going to take it down right. and sell it, you know that's the front side of this. So you want to be aware of that. You also want to be aware if you're going to acquire it about 
uh, appraisal fees, inspection fees. You got to know the renovation cost because that plays into what kind of offer you're going to make, right? Right. And uh, you want to know about carrying costs and what kind of profit you're going to have in this deal. So on the on the dollar side of the equation, on the front side, on the dollar side of the equation, uh-huh. you know, regardless of where you fall, whether you're wholesaling or renovating, you definitely want to keep in mind the cost of renovations and the cost of your profit. But let's get back to the bottom side of this, which is really the meat and potatoes of this after the break. This is Steve Conley, the Real Estate 360 Show. And by the way, it's realestate360show.com. And Jason O. Miles. Hey, how's everybody doing? I hope you're enjoying the content that you are receiving today. You know, you can always go and uh, go to the website. Yes. And you can hear previous episodes as well. So you can hear them there. You can check out the podcasts, you know, whatever service it is you're using. Uh, download it, check it out, get the information you need. And by all means, whether you're watching the show, listening to it on the, on the app, watching it, or listen, uh, watching it on YouTube, listening to podcasts, please comment. Tell us what you think about it. We like to hear if you like us. Yeah. We like to hear if you don't like us. Right. You know, give us some feedback, things that you might want to hear about and know a little bit more about. You know, share with us. So comment, write, follow, look, listen, feel, be. Let's do, just do. Do. <laughs> Right, and you can watch us, you know, by clicking the link on the Real Estate Three Hundred and Sixty Show dot com site. That's right on the Vimeo stream. You can just go to YouTube as well. Okay. Yep. You can just go to YouTube as well. Pop in Real Estate Three Hundred and Sixty. You can watch uh, uh, on uh, YouTube. You can watch all these episodes. You can see how handsome I am. Yeah. You can see how beautiful Dashing. Steve is, especially when he comes in with the. Uh, <laughs> With the sombrero or the wig. <laughs> or the bling or the, or the, or the semi-bling tie. You know, I like the tie from last week. Last week, the tie was, that was my favorite. Oh, you like that? I huh? like the tie. I, I think I could rock that. You know, I could see myself wearing that in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, you fit right in. <laughs> no doubt. That, but, you, but you really need the sombrero to go with the tie. That might be a little too <laughs> much for me. Yeah, much. I, I like the tie. But listen, we were talking about Carvo, and I want to kind of make sure that we get to the real meat of this, right? Yeah. So... It's the equation is about four situations. It's all about four situations you're going to find yourself in when you're looking at these deals. It's either a zero to 51% in terms of equity position. When you're, when you get a call to go look at a house before you go, you're going to know what the after repair value or the ARV should be for that house. Right. So when you show up to actually look at it, you already know what that number is already. You should know. You, you better know because you got to put an offer in while you're there, right? You've got an opportunity to put the offer in. You make sure you do it. When you're looking at this house, now you are determining how much it's going to cost to renovate this house. Once you've done that, it's going to fit somewhere between 0% equity and 100% equity in terms of where the profit or where you know how much you can actually make on this house based on what you can buy it for, how much it's going to cost to renovate, and what it's worth when it's all said and done. Okay. Okay? Now, when you're looking at this property and it falls in that 0 to 50% equity position, you've got a couple different, depending on the physical condition of the property, as well as the financial situation, 
you've got a couple different options there. Now, if you're looking to straight wholesale, those are the perfect deals that you put under contract and sell. Do you mean zero to 50% equity or you're buying it for, say, say it's a hundred thousand dollar after repaired value, mm-hmm. just a good round mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying that if you go out and you buy the house for 50,000 and under, no, because I mean, yes, if it doesn't need any renovations, right, right. So let's just use that example for a second. So we're looking at a seventy percent um, after repair. Well, not after repair value, but lending criteria, right? right, right. So if that property is valued at a hundred thousand, we're looking at seventy percent of that. That's seventy thousand. Yeah. And then we walk through the property and determine that in order for this house to truly be worth that hundred thousand, it's going to take let's say 30,000 to renovate it and get it there. Right. That 30,000 has to come away, subtract it from that 70. So that leaves you with 40,000. That leaves us with 40. Now, if you're wholesaling, you also have to put in your potential See. profit, right? Mm-hmm. Or subtract, I should say, from that 40, which is going to give them give you what we call the Mayo or the maximum allowable offer. Okay. M-A-O. Now, let's say you say you want to make 10000 and you start offering at, you know, 30000 or 27000 however you do your negotiations. But long story short, you want to get that house for 30000 Right. Now, or this is maybe a, you're, you need to pay some utility bills and you'll go to thirty five. Possibly, because, you know, $10,000 <laughs> on, on such a small deal is a lot of money. It's a lot of so, money. So, you know, it's not, you know, generally you'll make two or 3000 on a deal like that. That's right. And so... You, but you try to get it for as much as possible. But now, let's say you've worked in 5000 so you got this property for $35,000. Okay. You now are inside that, that first tier of the carvo. That was my question. Yeah, absolutely. So now you're inside that first tier. It's 0 to 50% of what's left in there. You're at 35%. So you're in a position where you can make money if you wholesale it. Yep. You can make money if you decide to buy it and renovate it. Absolutely. You can probably make money if you decide to buy it, fix it, refinance it, and rent it. That's right. You could probably do a lease option on it to somebody. Potentially. Okay. So, so and that's all part of that carvo. See, right. You are you are perfectly outlining the scenarios in carvo. So Your you have options. all the options. That's right. If you buy it at the right price. That's exactly right. Okay. Or and you and you can see what this buyer or seller, excuse me, is willing to do. Because hey, maybe they are willing to own or finance you. Right. You know? Maybe they're not. Maybe they need to sell it for more money and it's not that kind of a deal. Because if we took that exact same scenario, let's say the house only needed about ten thousand dollars. Really just what is what does Scott say? You just got to knock the ugly off of it. <laughs> yeah, don't you love that? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not going to cost an enormous amount of money to knock the ugly off of it. Change the carpet, paint, right? You know, clean. Do some landscaping. Just a little few things. You know, maybe five grand. Mm-hmm. Now maybe you can get this house for fifty thousand dollars, which still puts you in that first tier. Yeah, and if you can get owner financing or take it subject to, then you. Mm-hmm. Get more options. That's, that's exactly all, right. That's what this is all about, that's, right? It's all about options. Yeah. You know, we put this carvo together so that we could explain to people when they're viewing a property right. what their options could be. Because most people are only looking at it from that 70% wholesale perspective. They get down there and they make their offer and the, and the seller says, no, they're done. And mm-hmm. then you or I show up and we say... We make the same offer, and the seller says no, and then we say, well, 
what is your motivation to sell? Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to do a higher price and do a, a, an option, lease option on the house? Mm-hmm. Would you do takeover payments? Would you do that? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So we have the toolbox. That's right. Full of stuff. That's exactly right. We just all we have to do is we got our drill in our hand, but you know, <laughs> but we got a toolbox with us over here. And if he says no to the drill, then we say okay, open that thing up and say, well, how about this? How about that? Yeah, I mean, and that is what it's all about. Yeah, because if you only know one, and I'm guilty of this, I only knew one way when I started, and. I left so much money on the table because of that. I lost opportunities. I gave away opportunities because I didn't know that there were opportunities there that were uh, alive or viable. Yeah, but speaking of options, you know, I was kind of watching you. I saw you take stuff and start to realize that kind of everything is currency, and I started. I saw you trading equity and contracts for cars. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh that cars are just, you know, another form of currency. That's exactly right. Look at it that I mean, way. we have done, we have gotten <laughs> so much stuff from doing real estate deals and, and nobody really looks at that. You know, there are, it doesn't have to be, okay, I'm going to get this and I'm going to make this much money off this. There are other things that are available to us that we can do. I mean, we find our way into deals by trading equity, but experience for equity. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, I mean, there's deals that we do. We utilize our resources with people that we work with that don't have access to those resources, that don't have the knowledge. I mean, we have, we're working with one gentleman who absolutely believes that he can renovate a property. I knew you were thinking of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually believes he could renovate, right? And we've seen his work. Tell me, tell us where he put that, uh, that bathroom fixture we were talking about. Oh, my goodness. So th- this is not a joke. This is real life. So this gentleman renovated. I hope he's not listening to this. Show. He knows. He'll know who he uh, is. We've, had, we've I've, I've laughed at him and with him about this. Okay, good. He decided that he was going to try to maximize. This house is huge. It's like forty five hundred square feet, and he decided he needed another half bathroom. So he literally put a half bathroom in the living room next to the fireplace, thinking that he was adding value. To the property. So there's a toilet sitting there. Yeah, you walk in the front door, you take a right, you go into the living room, and bam, right next to the fireplace, right in front of you, is a bathroom. Just a little half bathroom. Lovely, lovely, I I couldn't believe it. And there was a little leak, uh, not a leak, but a little um, slope from the floor joist above. Instead of fixing the floor joist, he dropped the ceiling down a foot to level it out. Well, listen, we've been talking about the Carvo thing. Uh, the Carvo system, which pretty much outlines and maps out all the options that investors could utilize. And there's no way we can do that in the next 31 seconds. So we're going to encourage you to come to the, our next seminar, which is Wholesale Mastery, August 17th. Go to the website, realestate360show.com. And remember, you can't do anything without taking some action. So even though I joke about it, do something. If you're listening to this, whether you have experience or not, reach out to us. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you need. We are full of options that are available to you. My name is Jason Miles. This is Steve Conley, and we'll see you next week. Do you need to sell your house? 
Well, our company will buy, will buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. Or call 833-WILL-BUY. Se habla español, llámanos, call us today. Hi, I'm Steve Connolly. And I'm Jason Miles. And we do the Real Estate 360 show. So if you want to learn how to invest in real estate with something or with nothing at all, tune in on Thursdays at 11 a.m. right here on Biz 1190. 